You are now tuned into the School of Higher Thought podcast, where we explore the realm of personal development. We aim to upgrade your life through lessons learned from your personal experience. Episodes are released every Sunday. For more updates and other empowering content, please follow our other social medias in the description below. I hope you've got your notepads ready. Class is in session. Quiet, sensitive souls, solitude is a golden thread that unites us with our inner world. We need quiet to connect the dots in our constellations of thought. Michaela Chung Everybody has their own individual personality type. It is crucial to discover your own. In the 1960s, psychologist Carl Jung discovered and coined the concept of the personality traits of introversion and extroversion and ambiversion. Finding yourself along the scale will help you to discover who you are and enable you to utilise your disadvantages to your favour and also to enable you to work better in social situations and within your relationships and even managing your own time, you know, making sure that you're able to recharge the way how you need to recharge and able of working in a group of people in the best way possible. In today's episode, we're going to dive deep into the different personality traits and the advantages and disadvantages of being an introvert or extrovert and how you can also utilise this in your day-to-day life to improve your life. Now, firstly, extroversion. What is an extrovert? An extrovert is somebody who can be characterised by their ability to thrive in social environments. Somebody who recharges by being social, by going out with their friends, by wanting to go to a bar or a club or a social environment generally where lots of people will be and somewhere where they can engage in plenty of small talk and engage with new faces and meet new people. These tend to be the extroverts. As I said before, they tend to recharge by being social. Whereas introverts, on the other hand, they recharge by retracting themselves from the social situations and basically socially isolating themselves. And through doing so, you know, that gives them the opportunity to just have some alone time and just be with themselves. And they tend to thrive in these environments, whereas extroverts thrive in the more social environments. You know, extroverts tend to dislike or or prefer to not be alone, whereas introverts are the exact opposite. They prefer to be alone and they tend to dislike the idea of having to spend time with multiple people at the same time. Being an extrovert has plenty of advantages alongside disadvantages. So one of the advantages of being an extrovert is having an outgoing social tendency. So... Your desire to place yourself in social settings would allow you to have more networking of opportunities and to develop relationships with other people and to also gain social experience, you know, understanding how to talk to people, especially with small talk and to also, you know, engage in that gossip and 
feel included a lot more as well because you know when you want to be included people tend to include you and the better you are at small talk uh the better you are at small talk it also allows you to talk more and to also be better understood because as you talk more people understand you more and another strength of an extrovert is that they usually tend to be more energized and a lot more confident and because they appear so you know that can be a lot more contagious people love to be around extroverts because you know they bring a certain energy to a room where it kind of makes it easy to talk because they do all the talking for you they do like they make they want to do things they're very proactive and you know they're more people who are doers you know they require less mental preparation to speak and to do basic tasks. They, you could tell them, you could task them with something and they would just do it without having to think. They just do the first thing that comes to their mind. They say the first thing that comes to their mind. You could ask them to do a presentation last minute and they will do it. They'll be able to do it very easily. Now, alongside advantages, being an extrovert actually has a few disadvantages to it as well. Because extroverts tend to engage in small talk and they tend to hang around people in large groups it's a lot more difficult for them to develop deeper relationships with people especially if they're only spending time with people in groups and for a lot of extroverts this is this tends to be the case they tend to only see people within groups and when that happens, you know, the relationships that you develop tend to be a lot more shallow. They lack the depth because, you know, they focus more on the breadth rather than the depth. And this can lead to them also feeling quite lonely because they lack that depth to their relationships. Another disadvantage, they struggle to be alone. The reason being is because they're, they're social creatures. They feel a desire to be around people all of the time. And when they require that external stimulation, when it comes to being alone and you retreat back to your internal stimulation, they struggle. And the reason why this can be a disadvantage is because that in order to get to know who you are and to really understand yourself and develop a relationship with yourself, you are required to retreat to that internal stimulation and to spend time with yourself and spend time alone and to really be in tune with your thoughts and in doing so you can birth a ton of ideas and also just get to know yourself and unfortunately extroverts struggle to do this because they tend to want to chase the the social element of life and in doing so the pursuit of their social life comes at the deficit of their own personal life and this also links into codependency. They tend to be quite codependent because they require that external stimulation. They require for other people to be in their lives. They don't want to do tasks by themselves. They want to be with other people. They want to be in group tasks. They want to be able to talk to their friend whilst also working on the task. They want to be able to work out with their friend. They don't want to go to the cinema by themselves because they want to be with somebody. They struggle to be by themselves. They're quite codependent people. Now, this is on quite a contrast to an introvert. An introvert is the pretty much the, the polar opposite. Think of it as like a, a pole, right? 
Think of it like this. Imagine there's a pole. On one side lies introversion, and on the other side lies extroversion. And somewhere in the middle is ambiversion. As you travel up the scale from the introvert side to the extrovert side, you begin to see less of the introverted qualities and tend to see more of the extrovert qualities. Now, as you go to the middle, this is where you become an ambivert or omnivert. This is basically somebody who is a blend between the two. As you scale from ambivert to extrovert, you tend to be more extroverted. You see more of the extrovert and see less of the introvert. And in doing so, that's where somebody becomes an extrovert because you're seeing more traits of an extrovert than you do of an introvert. And some people lie on the extreme side of the scale, but 70% of the population lie in the ambivert side and you know shift slightly towards the introverted or slightly shift towards the extroverted side. That's why a lot of the time people struggle with knowing whether they are introverted or extroverted because they don't realise that they have certain qualities of both and they don't really understand that, you know, that's normal. You know, you don't have to be one or the other. You can be both. And in fact, you most likely will be both. Now, what is an introvert? An introvert is the opposite of an extrovert. So they are somebody who, rather than seeking external stimulation, they seek internal stimulation. And in doing so, you know, they tend to want to be socially isolated because there's a lot less external noise, there's a lot less external stimulation, and that allows them to explore within the depth of their mind a lot more. Now, I find that the introvert introvert people are more of the thinking side. So rather than just speaking and doing, they like to think, they like to feel, they like to be very intuitive. And these people are quite sensitive to energy a lot of the time. You know, if you're an empath, you most likely will be an introvert. There are many misconceptions about being an introvert. A lot of people view introverts as shy people, as people who are socially inept, as people who are nerds, as people who are who just are antisocial when they don't like being around people, they don't like having friends. They're not that way. They're misunderstood people. Before I list the advantages, I, I would like to list the disadvantages. The reason being is because a lot of an introvert's disadvantages kind of turns into advantages. I'll tell you, I'll explain why in a second. So one of the disadvantages of being an introvert is that we tend to be socially isolated, quiet and usually closed off. Because we are socially isolated, that prevents us from developing these relationships with most of the people, most of our peers, because, you know, let's take, for example, an introverted person who goes to college. You go to your class, you don't really speak to many people throughout the duration of the class, and when the class is over, you don't hang around and chill in a canteen or in a break room or the playground. You don't spend time with people in groups. You tend to just go off and do your own thing. You might find the one little one friend that you have or two friends that you have and stay with them. Or you're just going to be by yourself. This becomes a disadvantage because, you know, we miss out on a lot of social experience and sometimes even the, the development of social stimulation, you know, having actual friendships, it sometimes can become difficult to open up the door to you having friends and developing meaningful relationships. 
However, an advantage of us being socially isolated is the fact that we now have more alone time. And having more alone time grants us more time to become more of ourselves and to be more in tune with who we are and also understanding who we are and also understanding the passions that we have and exploring the things that we like doing and doing the things that we want to do. Because when you spend time with other people, a lot of the time you spend time doing what they want to do or you spend the time compromising what you want to do with what they want to do and you find like a middle ground. But a lot of the time that's not what you truly want to do. When you spend time by yourself, you truly can do whatever you want to do. What it is that you're passionate about? You know, there's there's things that you don't really tell people about. Whether it's something quirky and weird like sewing or making candles or even just watching and reading comics and watching animes. You can do that by yourself in your own time without the judgment or fear of judgment of other people. And, you know, that can play to our advantages. advantages. That's why... Us introverts, we tend to be a lot more intuitive, I feel, because we understand people a lot more because we understand ourselves. And understanding ourselves allows us to also develop more meaningful relationships. Now, this links into another disadvantage. Although we find it harder to make friends in social environments and struggle working in teams, we struggle being in large groups for long periods of time, when we do engage in these social environments if we pick off one or two people and we just speak and we just speak to those one or two people throughout the the duration of the social gathering a lot of the time we will develop meaningful relationships with these people and we leave a large impression on these people because most of the time they are interacting with people who are talking about the latest things that's happening like for example squid game or they're talking about um TV shows or something that is just, is relevant now, but in a year's time, we're going to forget about it. Introverts tend to dive deeper. We want to understand this person. We'll ask them about their personal experiences, why they think the things that they think, what, what experiences they went through that made them change and become who they are today. And through understanding them, that also allows the person to bite into us more. So they tend to like us more because we actually listen to them. And that's an advantage of an introvert. We tend to be great listeners. And being a great listener allows you to gain more information and understand people better and also allow you to, to develop deeper relationships with people. And if you want to, if you read Robert Greene, this will also open up for opportunities for power play if you're into those kind of things or if you're in a business environment or political environment. Another disadvantage of being an introvert is... Because we are quiet and we tend to be closed off, a lot of the time we tend to be misunderstood. There's been plenty of times when I have been in school or been in social environments and I just, I might be in a party and I like to have fun in parties, right? I'm an introvert myself, if you didn't know. I'm not somebody who likes to spend time doing small talk. If I'm at a party, I'm either going to be dancing or I'm going to be speaking to somebody that I am already familiar with and I'm friends with and, you know, we, we engage in conversation on a regular basis. Or I'm going to be with, or I'm probably going to be just standing somewhere, listening to a group of people being quiet. You know, if I'm inside of a group of people, I'm going to be the quiet one. And because of this, I tend to be misunderstood. Your silence leaves room for interpretation. 
And when this happens, their imagination goes wild. They begin to question what your motives are. They begin to question who you are. And I find that this can act as a blockade for people wanting to develop a relationship with me because it can be intimidating at times. However, I've also found that because I am a bit more closed off to to new people, it almost becomes a bit more mysterious for them. You know, a lot of people, they, they have a desire to know. So when they desire to know you, because you are not letting them in, you're, you're being a bit mysterious, that can seduce people and people desire to know you more. So especially when they see less of you, right? As introverts, we tend to socially isolate. So they will see less of us. And when they do see us and we're quiet, they're wondering, what's on this person's mind? I want to know. So what do they do? They come up to you, they talk to you. And a lot of the time it tends to, you know, lead to people engaging in conversation first with me. And I guess that's a... Again, if you're into power play, <laughs> that could also link into that and that could help you. Now, unlike our extroverted counterparts who require less mental preparation for tasks and speaking, us introverts, we are thinkers. So before we act and speak, we have to think and we have to plan it out, think about the different things that we can say and, and different ways how it could be interpreted by another person. And through doing so, we tend to give ourselves paralysis by analysis. So that's a disadvantage of us. You know, us introverts, we tend to be prone to paralysis by analysis. And that makes it harder for us to take action at times because it leads to procrastination. And it sometimes can lead to a lot of inaction. And a lot of the time is fatal to our goals and to our plans and desires. Because many times for myself, I've been in situations where I wanted to start a project or I wanted to take action on, a, on an opportunity. And then I gave myself paralysis by analysis because I was thinking of all of the different outcomes. And these outcomes had not happened. And not all of the time the outcomes were even bad. But because I was spoiled by a choice, I had the mental fatigue of having to choose cause me to take an action. I should have just kept it simple. So with that being said, I think it's important that if you are an introvert, make sure that you keep things simple for yourself. Find yourself a process that makes things easy for you. Even if it's a thing where you just say, one, two, three, I'm going to do that. On a, th- on, on, on a count of three, whatever you choose is the thing that you choose. Or just do ip, dip, do. <laughs> just make things simple for yourself. Another disadvantage of being an introvert is that we struggle to work in teams. This doesn't mean that you can't take on the role of a leader. This doesn't mean that you can't be a CEO. This doesn't mean that you can't work in a team. It just means that we struggle mentally. A lot of the time when we work in teams, you know, usually it's the extroverted counterpart who takes the lead and he's a bit more energetic and they tend to be the the task leader and they're the ones that everyone listens to. However, because us introverts lack a desire of working with people and engaging with people on a day-to-day basis, it causes us to struggle when it comes to working in a team because, you know, to work in a team, you have to communicate with people, you have to make compromises and you have to be able to depend on other people. But us introverts, we like to be independent. So this is where the extroverts' disadvantage of being codependent works in favour of them because 
whilst we struggle with being dependent on other people, extroverts thrive when they have to be codependent. However, us introverts, we love to do everything by ourselves, do everything by our own rules. We hate to be in a position where we have to compromise and have to do something the way how somebody else wants to. And we even have to negotiate that. We don't like the, the thought of even having to do that. So because of that, we tend to stay away from working in teams. We tend to do everything by ourselves. But this can be very dangerous for us because sometimes you need a team. And to really sustain you, a team will, will, will take you so far. And if we tend to ignore that, if we just work by ourselves all of the time, we will tire ourselves out and we will limit ourselves in our uh, capabilities. But this doesn't mean that in a team environment, an introvert cannot go far. Now let's move on to the advantages of the introvert. So I've already given some advantages of being an introvert through identifying their disadvantages. But here are some more advantages. We tend to be deep thinkers. We are great listeners. And because we are great listeners, it also allows us to develop deeper relationships by truly understanding the individual, especially if we're meeting in a private or intimate setting. Another advantage is that we're independent creatures. So because we're independent, we can do a lot more tasks by ourselves, uh, whether it's a personal task or whether it's for work or a social task, anything. See, what I want you guys to do is I want you guys to take a step back and assess yourself. Think about yourself in different situations. Do you tend to have introvert qualities or do you tend to have extrovert qualities? Or do you have a blend between the both? And as you observe yourself, I want you to think about which of the traits you identify with, which ones you tend to see within yourself. And once you do, you'll find it easier to understand yourself a bit more and also helping you to make sure that your energy is on par. So, for example, if you're an extrovert and you find yourself having more extrovert qualities and you spend quite a lot of time alone and isolated in a room, maybe because of lockdown or because, you know, you've developed the habit of just staying home, um, working from home or looking after the kids or whatever your situation is. If you're socially isolated but you're an extrovert and you find yourself being drained all of the time, maybe you should try joining a club that allows you to be more social. Whether it's something you're interested in, whether it's you going out dancing every now and then or going out to the bar with a couple of friends, whatever works for you. Give yourself that time to allow yourself to recharge because as an extrovert, you recharge through external stimulation, especially in social settings. However, if you find yourself having more introvert qualities, what I want you to do is assess whether you find yourself being drained or not. If you find yourself being drained a lot, you're an introvert and you tend to go out partying every weekend or you're going out every single day with your friends to the clubs or you're always in a social environment and every time you're there you feel like I just want to go home if this is how you feel maybe you should do that maybe you should socially isolate yourself for a bit let yourself have some alone time go walk in a park by yourself go sit down and just journal and write be creative tap into your creativity explore the things that you're truly passionate about the things that you can't do when you're around other people do all of those things 
and you will find yourself recharging slowly and slowly and slowly. And as you do, you'll find yourself ready to be able to go outside and talk to people again. This is how you can recharge. If you're an ambivert, you might have qualities between the both. So instead of being one of the extremes, perhaps you should find a balance between being social, but also giving yourself that alone time. That's what you need to do if you're an ambivert. Assess yourself, observe your social circle, observe everything. Observe how you feel. Just, just, just take notice of it. Be self-aware. And as you bring self-awareness to yourself, you will find that it's a lot more easier to tell what you should do in order to bring yourself back into that balance and order that you seek. Because a lot of us, we tend to be drained. And especially us introverts, who especially are, are unaware of us being introverted, you guys will go through this time and time again. Because I sure did. I certainly did. Before I understood that I was an introvert, I would be out every day, chilling with people that I didn't really have deeper relationships with and it didn't feel fulfilling for me. I didn't realise until I separated myself from everyone and socially isolated that I really enjoyed my alone time and that through my alone time I could also improve my life and, you know, it helped me to also be more social when, when I am in social situations because I had that rest time. Because I had the time to socially recharge, rather than me being inside of a social environment, I mean not really being present because I'm too busy wishing that I was home. Another way that you can assess yourself and to understand what your personality type is, is by doing a personality test. I did mine when my mum, my mum must have sent me one years ago, when I was in like year nine, year ten. She sent me it, told me to fill it out. I said, okay, cool. It's pretty long quite a lot of questions, just answer it as honestly as you can and without the, the, the desire to appear a certain way. Just answer as honestly as possible so you can get an accurate answer. When I answered it, I realised, oh, I'm an introvert. So then I googled, what does that mean? And that's where I found out all of the rest of this information. And through that, through me researching this information, I then implemented it into my life and that helps me to feel a lot less strange for my day-to-day basis. And it will help you a lot as well. You know, being an introvert, it's difficult to live in a social environment when you feel drained. You know, it's good to take, take a step back and recharge, you know? And sometimes, whether it's by yourself or whether you're recharging with that one good friend that you have, because that is another way how we can recharge. You don't have to be completely socially isolated. We can also recharge with just one of our friends. You know, somebody who's close to us, somebody who we've already let in. Now, the website that I personally used was called, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was 16personalities.com. I use this one and it will tell you the type of introvert that you are or extrovert that you are as well, because there are different types. It will explain what each of the types are on the website, but as you go through it, you can truly understand yourself and see if it resonates with you. And if not, then feel free to reject it. You don't have to let it tell you what you are. Only you know what you are. You know, if you just try it, you might enjoy it. You might find something insightful and beneficial to yourself. With that being said, Make sure you guys are journaling, observe yourself throughout the day 
I really do advise meditation. If you don't know what meditation is, it's literally just a Google such a way. Thank you for listening. I wish you all the best. Take care. Peace.